This is Trice Talk, April the 15th. I think it's a Thursday, isn't it, Dennis Lee? Lord, I hope it is. Well, I'm Donald Wayne, and uh, I guess I've already uh, said you're Dennis Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I took Thank care you. of that for you. How about that? <laughs> Service with a smile. Indeed. I thought I'd find some little peppy song. I needed a little pep. I don't know about uh, you. <laughs> it was one uh, of those days. Need, need more than pep. That's you for need sure. Pe- <laughs> need pep toe? Mm, not yet. Mm. All right. Let me see if I can get. Hey, Andy, Moxie. Welcome. Andy to hush. Hey, Moxie. Well, made it to Thursday. It almost feels like a Friday to me, but I know it's not. No, no. It's far from Friday. <laughs> Oh, here's Robert. <laughs> here's Robert well, early on. Hey, Mr. Robert. Hey, Robert. Well, hey, Robert. Hello. It looks like Robert. Hey, Robert. <laughs> What's going on with my phone? Hello, uh, Robert. You asking the wrong people. Oh, you got a little halo around your uh, image there, Robert. What are you doing? Halo? Yeah, it was kind of... What? Yeah. What? Oh, well, What's actually, Dennis Lee, you have one around yours, too. It's What's going on, Robert? It's, it's glowing. <laughs> well, that's when we speak, uh, Donald Wayne. It, it shows that we're speaking. Oh, I never noticed that before. Amazing. I've been doing this almost a year. <laughs> technology. I'm, I'm still learning. now noticed. Well, you know. Well, you know, we can't be. I am doing other observant. things. <laughs> I'm not, oh, I'm not real. I'm never professed to be a multitasker. Yeah. So, um, 
It be just, aware uh, there there's a troll out there that stole my picture and my name. So if he shows up here and I'm not here, get rid of him. Well, well if he's got your picture your... and your name, how do we know it's not you? Unless yeah, like, exactly. Uh, we can we can tell by you know I guess your <clears> comment. Well, I guess we could ask you questions. What state do you live in, Robert? And if he says Idaho, well, no, it's not you. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the right response. It's kind of like those uh, those questions. You know, you have to. I guess if you what what was that? What was that? Sounded like a and, goat. Somebody, uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody goat. goat. Idaho goats. <laughs> oh yeah, I live on. I, I, I live on a farm too. <laughs> oh well, my goodness. No, I don't. Um, I didn't think you did, but you know we wouldn't hold it against you. No, I mean, hey, we we like farmers. <laughs> well, I get free milk from a cow too. Well, well I, I mean, that's, you like uh, to gather that milk, do you, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> Got, got a bucket in uh, the stool. My goodness! I would, I would probably uh, never. I don't know. I, I did have, I did have a lot of family that lived on farms, and uh, I did see them milk a cow, and and I see them some kill chickens. Uh, uh, it's surprising that I eat chicken today, considering the the trauma my grandmother put me through. But yeah, I never was a fan of the udders. Um, yeah. The udders, yeah. otters. <laughs> the the udders yeah them udders you know people um, so what's going on with you robert not much what uh, <laughs> i'm i'm confused what uh oh uh oh there's if you got a oh no robert oh no robert you're here but how are you down there Is too somebody following you oh here we go who is the real Robert? It's a mystery. Are you still on there, Robert? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm still, still. I see another I'm still image. There. Another image. Yeah, there's right. another Robert bouncing right next to the. Oh my goodness! So I'm not. Go bouncing. ahead, Ed. go no, ahead, answer that one. We got. We got to hear what this one says. Oh, oh here we go. go. Oh, not on this show. Better keep your button. <laughs> better keep. Hey, Tron Cat, welcome to the hey, show. Tron Cat. Um, hey, BP, welcome. You better hey, keep BP. your uh, your fingers right there near the button if you're going to bring someone like that on. Oh, I man, just, that's, uh, you know, I'm so paranoid about this these caller things. You know, I'm. <laughs> I, I need a sign slip from somebody's parents or something yeah. before I would let them on. I usually try to, it's almost like a streaker. They get on and say something sexual and just dart right off the air. Well, we, uh, since Robert's still on there, we know it's not Robert. So somebody that has his image is what he was just talking about. And why would we want to let them on here if they're a troll? I mean, for all we know, they could be interested in the, in the planetary alignments and want to talk about, you know, I don't know. Wrong uh, show. Mars. Wrong um, show. <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Okay, to the to the to the troll that stole my name and my image. Go visit the Dennis Lee in Tall Tales in the Rabbit Hole, and you might call down one or more of them 
Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. a hole that you can crawl up tomorrow night there, buddy. Yeah. They, uh, if you're going to be defending they might get our friends the, here and, on the, uh, They get stuck in tall tales, Uranus. And, uh, oh, my goodness. Um, who's, who's anus? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. So, well, I don't know what's going on, Robert. It's, 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 it's so did <laughs> chaos. Did uh, Dennis? Did Eric send you uh, the the name of that um, Calendar Girl song that Robert was using, or do we need to get it from Robert while we he's on here? We need to get it from Robert. Um, uh, which one? I used the, more than one. The disco one, actually, Robert, is the one we're looking for. Oh, you want me to play that one again? Yeah. Now, well, we actually wanted well, the name of it, but if you, well, mean, we're not doing Calendar Day yet. Just a minute. Let me see are, if I can look it up. Are you? Oh, oh. Let's see if I still have it. Hey, Jess Duck. Oh, hey, God. Jess. Oh boy, here we go. Well, there's, there's, there's your fan. Mm. You know, yeah, I don't have enough time in the day to do the things that I need to do. <laughs> I certainly don't have time to follow somebody around and harass them and say ugly things, you know? Come yeah, on. Well, let's let's people... find a meaningful life. Do something uh, good hey, for people. Crimson. Hey, Crimson. That's right. Do something Robert, good. you still looking? It was yes. Robert here. Okay. Oh, there he is. You know, I've never noticed that little halo thing before. It's, that's that's weird. Halo. Maybe it's because um, I've changed the lighting in the room, so now it's kind of oh, mysterious. Is it, is it dimly lit? Is it, yeah, I've got, got to get some incense. Hmm? Oh, my goodness. I've got strobe uh, lights here if I want to put them on strobe. But you don't the last have time any we... of the uh, polycybin up there, Donald Wayne. I know we ran that story pretty hard last night, but no. uh, okay, I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I've got the song. Yes. It's okay. Calendar Girl. It's uh, the dance remix, and it's by F five O apostrophe S. F five O. That's the apostrophe S. And that's you that's, What is the dance? What'd you say? Disco dance? No, it's the dance remix. No dance remix. Count. You should be able to find it. Well, Dennis what is good about finding obscure things, so. Now, what is it called again? F what? F50. Oh, wow. Well, let's see. What Apostrophe S. The number five. Five. Oh. Your Your fan is back, Robert. Oh, boy. <laughs> bye bye, fan. I'm cool enough. Thank you. Can. <laughs> Can you can you see that Dennis Lee on your phone? Can you see him trying to call in? I, I don't see what you're talking about, Donald Wayne. Somebody okay. calling in again? Oh, it's, the, it's no, another no. Robert. I mean, look, no. if you're looking at the screen, it looks like twins. <laughs> oh come on! I, I am mean, a twin, but that's not my twin. It's the spitting image of you, Robert. So they stole my yellow headphones too. Oh. 
Yeah, they did. Well, I'm sure you can probably buy yellow headphones somewhere, but. Did you find it, Dennis Lee? Not that we have to have it right this moment, but. Uh, we... Calendar Girl Dance Remix. Yep. I, be I believe that's the one. Uh, by Manjati. No, that's not the right one. <laughs> Manjati. What? <laughs> that's not the artist I have. Wrong uh, country. Uh, Let me oh see boy. if I could. Uh, uh, I got a broken be able... fingernail here. Uh, <laughs> uh... Do either one of you have Discord? I've uh, a Discord. I've been I've been known to <laughs> I mean... Discord just. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, if I have it, I don't know it. <laughs> hmm. I'm, There's I'm, the Russian dolls. Um, um that's a uh, Netflix thing. Oh, I bet. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't see it. Can't, oh boy. Can you, uh, can you send it to Dennis Lee? I got a Kandani Shafakana. Uh, so can, can you um <laughs> what is what is one of your uh do either one of hey, you have my email howdy, howdy, howdy. i have your email robert you i was up in email it to me woods a week ago can you, per send, week. can you send me email so i can have your email it's been a while since i've gotten uh what did you email. erase the email for tristop i was up well, in I, dollywood uh per i week. get so many emails that if oh. I don't email a certain person for a while, it disappears. Well, it's a real hard one. It's Tristalk 69 PTS. Yep. At yeah, Gmail. I went to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge oh, there, heard we? I didn't see Dolly, but I saw a few that could have been Dolly. How about that? Um, <laughs> so, this, allegedly. This, your, your twin is very persistent tonight, Robert. Um, He's not my twin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but he she, lives in Idaho. <laughs> yeah, she she did uh, she did have some singing going on there. So it's Trice Talk sixty nine eight nine P T S P T S at Gmail. Okay. What? What is Sam? Dot com. <laughs> what in the world is going on here? I oh, what I was that? Know. I don't know. Is that that goat? Somebody's got a goat. I swear. Um, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it that time. Sausage. It's my it's goat sausage. I don't know where that came from. Our, <laughs> We we know Robert's close to a river. Would could it be a a beaver or something making that noise? Are you close to Beaver Creek there, Robert? Um, oh wait a minute, it's not. <laughs> well, while, oh, while you're looking for that, Robert, we it's probably chaos. We should probably. Um, Talk about something here for a minute. Is this Wednesday are, or what? Are you you going to hang around for a little bit, Robert? Yeah, I'm going to try and send it again. Let's see what you're doing. Uh, what was that? 
Hold on Reach, a minute. Re- Somebody Reject. bleeped. All right. Somebody's getting buzzed. That's not even letting me send it. Hmm. Uh, well, if, if you're going to be here another 15 minutes, <laughs> you can just play it for us. <laughs> and angry ones too, BP. <laughs> you don't want to mess with them. Um, well, oh boy. So I'm, oh I'm just going <laughs> to roll into something here. It's getting uh, out of control, Don Wayne. This, this is we we've got it oh. reversed. You know, the wheels is, are coming off. This is wacky <laughs> stuff. Whoa. Hey, stuff. What? <laughs> hey, let me. <sighs> hey, hey, Eric. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, oh, there's Eric. Oh, you need well, to help uh, us keep Robert's twin out of the show. He yeah. keeps trying to. Well, I'm, I saw here. it, um, and I'm going ahead and <laughs> and and do doing my admin duty. He's out of here. Oh, thank oh, you. Uh, Very persistent. Donald. Yes, but uh, check your email real quick. I think it went through. Um. <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, I sent you. you his email address in your Discord, Robert. Are you going to cause him to shut the whole show down, We're, Robert? Yeah, I, I start clicking around <laughs> on the screen here, and, and what? We'll, be, we'll be live in the Ukraine. <laughs> oh um, I, if, Donald Wayne, um, Dennis Lee, if y'all are wondering what Discord is, it's basically um, like a social media server platform. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on a minute. Somebody said something about $100 cash. Um, Slightly's doing a contest on the show <laughs> through the end of the month. Oh, oh come on, Pertwee. Um, uh, he'll, he'll plug his slightlyshow.com in the chat. Oh. I uh, right. filled out your contest form on your site slightly, so uh, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know which contest you're running, but uh, Well, we're just gonna be a conduit <laughs> here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm uh, sorry, hey, I got distracted by the hundred dollars. <laughs> I've I've got it, Robert. Squirrel, Robert, yeah. it came in. Oh, you got the song? Well, now, yeah. Now if, if now if, if it's only attached it to the you, email, if it lets you play it or not is another thing. Well, okay. thank you everybody for coming into this edition of Trash yeah, Talk. Where we we appreciate your joining us angry, tonight. Angry Beaver and a wild goat, and the uh, we're digging for, up a song right today now. Today is. Um, um, I'm not going to try to do anything with it right now, Robert, because I will shut the show down. Um, But (laughs) I will turn this car around. (laughs) I will will open it later and try. How many times have I heard that from my parents when I was younger? If you don't shut your mouth, I'll turn this car around and spank you. Put that coin down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, 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 maybe we should just go ahead and do those two things. So while Robert's here, he can play the song. I, you know, it might be an extension of Wednesday. Je- Jess Ducky, right? Um, uh, well, thank you, Moxie. We, Ooh, I almost we, cut the we show do, off. We don't here. always. Tr- I told you he was going to see. Do it. I got too many things open here on the screen. Oh, oh, oh you're oh, still here. Goodness. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> where is oh, it? Boy. I don't know where it is. Where's what? Oh, that's a that's a slippery little sucker, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> See, I knew I shouldn't have tried to do that. I don't even I don't even have a screen now. I I all I see is stars and planets. N- Nebraska. Oh well, Uranus. <laughs> um, 
But uh, it happens, people. It happens sometimes. So detours, be careful when you take them. Well, um, I'm just assuming that it's still live because, oh, but I can't goodness. find the screen. So I guess, uh, <laughs> come on, just That's give me, right, Bert, we, give me, give me um, something here. Okay. Yeah, oh, what happened? Ah, there we are. You, clo- oh. you close out a pod beam? No, I mean, you're, we're still talking. So obviously I haven't. Shut I it see down the yet, little but... halo around your head, Robert. Um... So, Dennis, why don't we just go ahead and do this day ah. in history, and then? Uh, well, I'm glad you said that, Donald Wayne. Well, hang with us there, Robert. Always a day in history, and this one seems mighty appropriate. On this day in history, April fifteenth, nineteen twelve, the Titanic sinks at uh, 2 20 a.m on april 15th 1912 i thought we sank that last night <laughs> no it, it came up but then we pushed it back down um the british ocean liner titanic sinks into the north atlantic ocean about 400 miles south of newfoundland canada oh canada the massive ship which carried 2200 passengers and crew um, had struck an iceberg two and a half hours before. No, that is not a head of lettuce. Uh, lettuce. That's an actual <laughs> iceberg. Um, pretty soon we won't know what those are, right? Uh, that doggone uh, uh, climate change. On April 10th, the RMS Titanic, one of the largest and most luxurious ocean liners ever built, departed Southampton, England, on its maiden voyage across the Atlantic Ocean, the Titanic was designed by the Irish shipbuilder William Perry and uh, built in Belfast and was thought to be the world's fastest ship. It spanned 883 feet from stern to bow, and its hull was divided into 16 compartments that were presumed to be watertight. Yes, what? Because four, huh, sir? It's what <clears throat> was divided? Um... It's whole. Okay. Yeah, was divided into 16 compartments uh, that were supposed to be watertight. But because four of these compartments could be flooded without causing a critical loss of buoyancy, um, the Titanic was considered unsinkable. While leaving port, the ship came within a couple of feet of the steamer in New York, but passed safely by, causing a general sigh of relief from the passengers' mast on the Titanic's decks. On its first journey across the highly competitive Atlantic ferry route, the ship carried some 2,200 passengers and crew. After stopping at Cherbourg, France, and Queenstown, Ireland, to pick up some final passengers, the massive vessel set out at full speed for New York City. Oh, if they only knew what they were rolling into. However... Just before midnight on April 14th, the RMS Titanic failed to divert its course from an iceberg and ruptured at least five of its hull compartments. These compartments filled with water and pulled down the bow of the ship. Because the Titanic's compartments were not capped at the top, water from the ruptured compartments filled each succeeding compartment, causing the bow to sink and the stern to be raised up to an almost a vertical position above the water. Then the Titanic broke in half and about 2.20 a.m. on April 15th, stern and bow sank to the ocean floor. 
Because of the shortage of lifeboats and the lack of satisfactory emergency procedures, more than 1,500 people went down in the sinking ship or froze to death in the icy North Atlantic waters. Most of the 700 or so survivors were women and children. A number of notable American and British citizens died in the tra- tragedy, including the noted British journalist William Thomas Steed and heirs to the Strauss, Astor, and Guggenheim fortunes. One hour and 20 minutes after Titanic went down, the Cunard liner Carpathia arrived. The survivors in the lifeboats were brought aboard, and a handful of others were, pu- were pulled out of the water. It was later discovered that the Leyland liner Californian had been less than 20 miles away at the time of the incident, but it failed to hear the Titanic's distress signals because of its radio operator was off duty. Um, Announcement of details of the tragedy led to outrage on both sides of the Atlantic. In the disaster's aftermath, the first international convention for safety of life at sea was held in 1913. Rules were adopted requiring that every ship have lifeboat space for each person on board and that lifeboat drills be held. An international ice patrol was established to monitor icebergs in the North Atlantic shipping lanes. It was also required that ships maintain a 24-hour radio watch. On September 1, 1985, a joint U.S.-French expedition located the wreck of the Titanic lying on the ocean floor at a depth of about 13,000 feet. The ship was explored by manned and unmanned submersibles, which shed new light on the details of its sinking. That was this day in history, April 15th, 1912. Can't you just hear that music from the movie and... Jack. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can I can yeah. see Leonardo. Well, yeah. Well, the wreckage wasn't found until 1985. Right. That's a long time to be, you know, dangling yeah, down. Yeah, because water. that provided more insight right there when they went to go look at the wreckage about like how, <laughs> you know, how it was extensive and 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 you know, and you know, and studies to confirm like, you know, like the direction it took when it when it got hit and yeah, that'd be uh that'd be an eerie sight to, to see for the first time. Well, they've and even artifacts were salvaged from it too, but the whole, but the Titanic, you know, basically staying at the bottom of the ocean, that is basically hollow ground there. They have a Titanic museum in Pigeon Forge, but we didn't bother to go in it. I mean, I'm like, what, what exactly could they have? Taken, yeah. You know, well, they did take some things out, didn't they? I'm, I'm salvaged. They salvaged some artifacts, but they couldn't salvage the entire ship because right. it would have just fallen apart. But yeah. it'll probably take another hundred years for it to finish, you know, decaying. That's what I was thinking, partly that they were replicas. So I mean, it was already enough. I went into Wonderland, I mean, and that was enough. Yeah, yeah, they, they did really salvage some artifacts, but not not all of them. All right. Well, uh, Robert, you still there? Yeah, Robert, you want to uh, get get jiggy with it and play that uh, little tune there for Donald Wayne? Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> What's That's happening? Warren. What? Warren. Even a rattlesnake shakes his rattle before it bites you. Oh my. <laughs> oh, huh. right. Sounds like a movie soundtrack I saw once. <laughs> Instead of driving. <laughs> Yeah, I'm having a flashback myself. Um, oh my goodness. All the pretty colors. Well, we're... Is this Wednesday? I hope not. I miss Thursday. Oh, oh I, my. That's awesome. I, uh... Good job, Robert. Yeah, that was... We had fun with it the first time he did that, but... It, uh, I, was, I hope the boys don't walk out on us I after just, that. Uh, <laughs> they Y'all can't. hold back. I didn't know this was going to happen. Don't get, don't get angry with I me. I need one of those revolving glass balls above me here when I'm listening to oh, that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that could be arranged. <laughs> All right. So it's still Wednesday. and uh, No, I mean, it's still. What is it? <laughs> what is it? It's still Thursday. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow. The power of suggestion. What is it? It's eleven. Okay. All right. No, so this is go. still calendar days for tomorrow, April the sixteenth. Uh, tomorrow is actual, actually National Bean Counter Day, Dennis Lee. Oh wow! Well. <laughs> uh, and you know what that refers to? Um. Yeah. Money. <laughs> Accountants. Um course it's it's kind of evolved over the years to to mean uh, talking about accountants who not only keep our books but you know for some of us repair our taxes and so forth but the term actually used to really mean bean counter and uh salespeople would tell customers to meet them over at the bean counter so i, I guess, know uh, <laughs> yes store slightly. that bean counters Easy slightly. What? <laughs> what taxes? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, weight taxes. I so I said what taxes? I know. But I can read your thoughts slightly. I can read them. That's funny. That's um, funny. it's also National Eggs Benedict Day. We have a lot of days dedicated to different kinds of eggs for some reason or other. Oh, uh, that's so weird. That's have you ever odd. had eggs Benedict? I don't. I can't stand them. Yeah. Uh, really. Yeah. Robert, you ever had them, Eric? I've never seen them before. Yeah, I don't know what made them. I don't think I ever have those eggs like that. But that's <laughs> horrible. Well, it, of course, eggs Benedict consists of poached eggs, which I, I can't eat a poached egg, with holiday sauce and Canadian bacon, or you can use ham, and then you put it on an English muffin. So, uh, I like English muffins. Yeah. Well, so, well, that's one thing. Don't you, you like ham? I, you know, I'm not, I like ham, but I don't, 
I'm not a big fan of breakfast ham, and yeah, you know, I'd rather have bacon. Oh, okay. Well, <clears> they <throat> they think there there's a couple of possibilities on, on where the where it got its name, um, but one of the favorite ones is in the early 18th century, Pope Benedict the 13th liked egg dish this an egg dish so much that he requested it all the time, and um, they believe that he had an illness that required him to eat eggs a lot. What so, illness requires you to eat eggs? Like? I don't know. I mean, this, you know, is back in the 18th century. Uh, probably anything. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? Scandalous. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I'm, this is why I don't read the screen when I'm. Um, I read them after the show. Where was I? Oh, so anyway, they think that Eggs Benedict was named after Pope uh, the Pope, Benedict the Thirteenth. Uh, it's also National Healthcare Decision Day. This is a serious one. Oh, okay. uh, this to remind people that uh, they need to have a an advanced directive filled out. You know, and I'm at that age, so every time I go to the doctor now for the physical, he always reminds me, "Have you done your directive yet?" I said, "Is there an urgency to that?" Well, yeah, I mean, what do you think? I'm <laughs> going to put you in there, Doc? I mean, he's taking my <laughs> taking my blood pressure, and he's saying, "Have you done your directive yet?" Yeah. So, jeez. Uh, um. So anyway, that's that's a day to remind you to make sure. Whoops! What happened to that? Fill out your um. <laughs> You're directive. Yeah. Yeah, make sure uh, we need to go ahead. You're going to have to start Thing. paying when you first come in the office. Um, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Well, they do that now anyway. They At least where that. I go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They want your money just in case you don't come back out. Let's go ahead uh, and settle up now. Well, what if I don't like what they do? Well, well that's true. I've said that stop. one time. I said, so how do I know I'm going to be satisfied with this visit? But <laughs> that really doesn't matter to them. Sir, that's not that kind of place. <laughs> no. um, There's no guarantees on this. It's also National Orchid Day. Orchid, not orca. Oh, I yes. thought orca. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's recognized as one of the world's <laughs> most diverse and widespread flowering plant plant families. Oh. There's there's over 230 varieties of this sucker. Um, so you know, it's it's a challenging flower to grow, though. So a lot of people don't fool with it. It's all now. This is a good one. And actually, I'm in my pajamas, but it's National Wear Your Pajamas okay. to Work Day. Well. TMI, Donald Wayne. TMI. Well, it's National Wear, wear Your Pajamas to Work Day. Spoiler the, alert: Donald Wayne does a show in his PJs. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> we're not judging you. Sometimes. We're all family here. I mean, you know. Um, so the site suggests that you wear your favorite pajamas to work. Now it's talking about going to the office this way. This isn't sitting in front of your computer and doing remote. Uh, it says make a party of it and coordinate with your coworkers. Don't forget your fuzzy slippers and robe. Um, and it yeah, says, I think people get fired over that Donald Wayne or kind of frowned upon in the corporate world. I believe you think, yeah, yeah. Could be deemed as sexual harassment, which could get you slapped <laughs> well, by a mop. As it, it we depends learned on last what night. 
kind of pajamas you sleep in. Uh, but it says the award prizes for the one who, oh. who wears it best is what it says. Well, thank you so much, Robert. Fine champagne. Don, wait, if you'd pop oh, that up and I'll get thank, the glasses thank out. Thank you, Robert. My goodness. Uh, glass for everybody. And, and, and a, a good clap for Robert. Uh, can good, you give him the clap, clap, Donald Wayne? Is there a bad clap? <laughs> Can you give Robert the clap? Very, very good. Oh, and flowers, too. Oh, my oh. goodness. Well, that deserves oh, a whistle or something. I mean, whoa. Oh, that's, that's Come a... on back. Yeah. Okay. And coffee and claps. And it also <laughs> says you should take group photos and post them. So I can see that can be really a, a fine event at some places. Okay. Um. And the yes, last thank thing, you, Robert. La yes, thanks, Robert. We appreciate it. Are you, are you going to be able to play the, the song again there in a minute, Robert? I got one more. Um, it's National Clean Out Your Medicine Cabinet Day. So well, people might take that the wrong way. Um, that's to get rid of all of your expired or expired <laughs> that prescriptions does, that doesn't mean turn it into a cocktail on a saturday <laughs> night um, no it does say though that you shouldn't flush them down a toilet because um uh, uh fish get high too huh what the fish get high too well um, it, it says it affects the fish negatively and and of course we eat <laughs> some of those fish um so anyway so <laughs> don't don't flush don't flush. Uh, and it says don't put them in the trash either because they they can leach into the uh Well, what are what the, the soil. nuggets are you supposed to do with them? Go well, turn them in down to the uh There is an alternative. Or... Oh. There is an alternative. It's called uh, at-home disposal solution, Dispose RX. So you can call Dispose <clears throat> RX. Yeah, it's weird. There's this 30-year-old guy that comes by the house looking for old <laughs> old drugs in the medicine cabinet and he's but he's you know, he's great at disposing of them, you know. And he takes the label off, puts a new one on there and sells them. I, I don't know how the little Billy across the neighborhood is getting these other drugs. We're trying to figure it out. Um, well, you know, I mean, I mean, have you ever had medication you never finished and it's been in there for 2-3 years? I mean, I've done that. Yeah, it's expired like, you know, five years ago. I don't <laughs> like, like well, to take prescription drugs anyway. And I right, Pert Wee, good night. Thank you for coming in, sir. Thanks, Pert Wee. See you as always. <laughs> All right, Robert, you still there? I see your picture. Yes. Oh, there you he go. Huh? He's so faint. Faint? Did he faint? What? Speak up, Robert. Um, Hello, Robert. Is Robert there? If I'm still if, here. Oh, there. <laughs> Sorry. So, can you uh, close us out with that wonderful uh, rendition of Calendar Girl there, Robert?
Welcome to Club Wayne, where we get down. Oh, thanks, Robert. <laughs> I, that really uh, I mean, perks you up. Start that's that's a very off, huh? bouncy yeah. little tune, isn't it? Just starting to feel I, good. I, I like that. I'll uh, I'm gonna I'll try that tomorrow and see if I can uh, get it where we'll have it handy for those times when uh, Robert's not here. Well, thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, so, Dennis Lee, we're just way out of. Uh, uh, we're uh, off. we're we're confugged confugulated. What? Uh, <laughs> what? We're con what? In, see, that's you know what that is. You want what? to say something, but then you you stop yourself, and then you create a whole new word. So <laughs> that only you oh, know the meaning of. That's right. And it's not in Webster's dictionary, that's for sure. Um well. All right. So I'm gonna go back up to the top here. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh we'll banter a moment. Ah, oh, the old banter. Yeah. Um Facebook's been at it again. Oh, indeed they have. They, um, let's see. Facebook prevents sharing of New York Post story on Black Lives Matter founder Patrice Coolors. Coolors, I believe is how you pronounce it. Did you, have you seen the story where she's been buying real estate? Yeah, she's got like three different houses. Um, yeah. She's banking. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, I, I, the first story I saw, it was one, there was a, like a one and a quarter million there in California, somewhere up in the mountain district where they say a bunch of eccentric white people live. But um, mm. they say, uh, you know, one and a quarter million dollars is not a lot of a lot of money for a house in California. So uh, people shouldn't make such a big deal out of that. But um then she's also looking at uh, some real estate in the Bahamas where oh, some no. famous um, movie stars and, and uh, recording artists have places out there. Interesting. Anyway, the article mentioned that Coolors had purchased four high-end homes for $3.2 million in the United States. It also said that she was seeking real estate in the Bahamas. It contrasted the purchases with Kulor's self-identification as a Marxist, as well as criticisms from others about the alleged lack of financial transparency from the national BLM organization. I mean, there's been a lot of questions about, they're very uh, closed mouth about uh, how much money they bring in and, and, and how much what they spend on different programs. They raked in a lot of money last year, according to some sources. So she's doing very well for herself. Um, so anyway, Newsweek wanted to take that story, and they were going to put it on Facebook. So when they attempted to post a link to the post, the uh, the New York Post story, the action couldn't be completed. The following message also appeared: Your post 
couldn't be shared because this link goes against our community standards. If you think this doesn't go, if you think this doesn't go against our community standard standards, let us know. Hmm. Okay. I've, of course, I've never gotten that message. A Facebook spokesperson told Newsweek this content was removed for violating our privacy and personal information policy. The policy forbids articles that share details that could identify a person's financial and residential information, thus violating their privacy rights. Um, however, it was possible to post a link to the article on Facebook using the URL shortening device, tiny URL. Have you ever heard of that? I don't even know what it is. A tiny URL? It's, it's supposed to be a shortening service, tiny URL. Uh, and it not much into the shortening service. Sir, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Links to a summary of the article published <laughs> yeah. by Fox Business and an opinion column defending Kohler's right to own such property that ran in the Chicago Tribune. They were not blocked. The celebrity real estate blog Dirt, I've never seen that one either, first mm. disclosed the details of Kohler's real estate purchases um, just recently. And then it just says, well, back in October 2020, Twitter blocked users from posting in New York post story about emails found on the laptop that belonged to Hunter Biden. Uh, the emails the post reported insinuated that Hunter had used his father's role as vice president to aid his business deals. Well, I wonder why they insinuated that. So that's it. Facebook well, is at it again. Well, let's just go ahead and stick with, um, the Biden's, um, Biden? the Washington post is, uh, Got a story by Teo Armas and Arilis Hernandez <laughs> that Biden pledged to stop building the wall, but he just won't, uh, just won the right to seize a Texas family's land for it. This should get you hot and bothered. For years, the Cavazos family has battled the federal government for their land in South Texas, tucked along the winding Rio Grande and passed down since before that river became an international boundary quite a long time. Yeah. They fought the Bush and Obama administrations to preserve the property from border fencing. When Trump pushed to erect a big, beautiful wall, the family delayed court proceedings to wait out his plans. But just when they thought they'd won a reprieve, uh, or a reprieve, he, it was President Biden, not Trump, who would end up defeating the family in their years-long fight for the ranch. A federal judge on Tuesday ruled the federal government had the right to condemn about six and a half acres of Cavazos land through eminent domain. After Biden pledged not another foot of border wall would be constructed, it is a breach of faith for dozens of private Texas landowners along the U.S.-Mexico border. We took him at his word, one family member, Ronaldo Anzaldua <laughs> Cavazos, I knew that would get me, told the Washington Post, he is not keeping that word. The White House, the Department of Homeland Security, and the U.S. attorneys representing the federal government did not respond to requests for comment from the Post. Uh, what a surprise. In a statement to CNN, the Justice Department <laughs> 
said it had sought to postpone pending cases, including in this case, in which the government had previously filed motions for possession of land on the southwest border. The case was postponed in February at the government's request, but apparently the DOJ did not attempt to delay it a second time before the judge's ruling. Trump's border wall threatens to end Texas families 250 years of ranching on Rio Grande. The Cavazos family has laid a claim to property in the Rio Grande since the 1760s when their ancestors arrived on a Spanish land grant of more than half a million acres. Jesus, a lot of land. Various sales and taxes eventually shrank down the area, including uh, to a 77-acre ranch now mostly used to raise cattle and chickens and rented out for recreational fishing. Um, during George W. Bush's second term, federal officials began seizing private land in the Rio Grande Valley to wall off this part of the border, a common crossing point for migrants. In 2008, Anzel Cavazos reached a compromise on plans at a separate piece of family land up the river, pushing back the wall onto nearby flood levees. But by the time Trump assumed office, securing millions of dollars in funding from Congress for a border wall, the ranch became a target. The family was flooded with letters from the federal government asking to survey and eventually purchase a slice of the property. Like many other landowners in the area, they kept saying no, so the Trump administration turned to the courts, filing in August to seize part of the property under eminent domain. Authorities launched similar con condemnation, condemnation efforts on land throughout the region during Trump's last full month in office. By the time Biden was inaugurated on January 20th, more than 215 landowners in the Rio Grande Valley were facing suits from the federal government, according to the Texas Civil Rights Project. This had been a long fight, and we thought we had cleared the finish line after the inauguration, said Roberto Lopez, a community organizer with the group, which has represented the Cavazos family. Trump's unfinished border wall faces uncertain future after Biden pledged to freeze construction. At first, that indeed appeared to be the case. Biden, on his first day in office, issued a 60-day pause on all border wall construction along the U.S.-Mexico border, ordering officials to study how to best repurpose existing contracts and funds. But in February, a collection of Texas advocacy groups and area residents penned a letter to the Biden administration demanding he make the pause permanent, dismiss all pending lawsuits, and return any lands that had previously been taken. But after the Justice Department asked for a continuance, the Cabazos case was extended into April. But on Tuesday, U.S. District Judge Michaela Alvarez ruled that Bi the Biden administration is entitled to immediate possession of the subject property, citing the government's need for urgency of possession. The ruling clears the way for federal government to do what it wants with the land. The border wall encroaches on the east and west ends of the ranch, leaving a gap where Cavazos' cousins graze cattle where they rent lots uh, to people who like to fish, boat, and enjoy the river, and where the family's heritage is ingrained in the alluvial soil of the River Delta. 
officials with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection and U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, which oversees the companies building the barrier, previously told the Post that it is unclear what will happen to private land seized by the government along the border. The Biden administration can renounce its claims for any property it has obtained but not yet paid for, the agency said. But Lopez worries there are no plans to do so. If that is the Biden administration's intent, he asked, why hadn't they pulled out of this case entirely? All I can do is read the tea leaves. Um, What the hell is that? He said, (laughs) but we fear that this wall construction could be used as a bargaining chip to maybe give a little something in order to get other immigration measures passed. Meanwhile, Anzaldua Cavazo said the move smacks of the racism his family and many other Mexican-Americans in Tejanos have long endured in the borderlands when it came to protecting their land claims from Anglo settlers and the federal government. Although the ruling leaves him with little, if any, recourse, he hasn't been dissuaded from protesting a government and wall that for him symbolizes hate. I'm an old man. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. Anzoldua Cavazos, who is in his 70s, Uh, But for as long as I have left, I'm going to be working toward tearing down this wall. Um, So, you know. Well, obviously, he doesn't have a problem with people coming onto his land like some of the the ranchers that are on border properties that they say people are, you know, killing their livestock and they're, you know, creating some problems and, and some security issues as well. I mean, you would think that, you know, depending on how much land that they wanted, they're going to, I don't like eminent domain at all. Um, they will pay you for it, but they're not going to pay you what you could get for it. Um, and if you don't accept what they're going to give you for it, they're going to take it anyway. But it, I guess it would depend on, you know, how much land they want for that border wall. Um, to to provide some security from that so i don't know yeah i'm not a big fan of eminent domain either but um it gets used a lot for for a lot of things and i don't know that yeah I i mean if we were in that position we you know would we think differently or not you know, I mean, that land. my feeling about the border and everything, I, I probably would, uh, you know, I, I look at it a different way, uh, because if, you know, if you just have it in certain areas and it's not completed in others, that should be obviously the areas that people go to, to try to, to come in. But, right. uh, I, there's a lot of ranchers that probably wouldn't agree with, uh, that gentleman. So maybe his experience is different from others. Right. A lot of people are having problems with uh, the numbers coming across and getting on their property. It's it's a hard, hard question. But, you know, I mean, the country should own at least a section of its if it's of its border between, you know, the United States and and another country. Yeah, I would think so. Um, Uh, You know, but hopefully they can get it all worked out. But if he had a bunch of. Screaming zombies coming across there. He, he would want a wall. Well, heck yeah. 
Zombies. Zombies. Zombie night. All right. Um, Second little jewel here that I was going to do last night was um, I titled it, Hey, Hey, Mayor Shithead. Still think police police officers should not be armed for traffic stops. Uh, It's really not funny, but I don't know if you saw that interview or uh, of the mayor of Brooklyn, Minnesota, that Mike Elliott, and he was talking Uh, about, well, maybe not maybe, but he said police officers, you know, probably shouldn't have weapons when they do traffic stops. That's that's kind of. kind of the gist of what he was saying that day. And um, so the very first first thing I come across when I was looking for stuff last night was from an ABC News, which is rare that I'll use anything from ABC. But um, a man was captured in Texas on Wednesday, yesterday afternoon, uh, after he allegedly shot a police officer during an ambush at a traffic stop overnight, authorities said. Jerry Don Elders, 39, allegedly fired multiple shots at Burleson police officer Joshua Lott when Lott approached Elders' car for an equipment violation around 4.15 a.m. Burleson, I believe that's outside of Fort Worth, isn't it? Isn't that a suburb of Fort Worth? I believe so, yeah. Um, Just to give anybody perspective. But the... um, Burleson police chief said, uh, well, he's the one that said that's, that's what the traffic stop was about an equipment violation. Uh, I would imagine if you're stopping them like that, it's probably either taillight out or loud muffler or something of that nature. But lot who joined the department in 2017 is alert. He survived the shooting and was last listed in stable condition. Cordell said, and that's the police chief. Authorities believe he was shot three times. He had a through and through shot to his neck, Cordell said at a Wednesday afternoon news conference. It's amazing. Uh, It could have been a very different outcome. Anyway, after the shooting, elders and two others who were in the car with him fled, Cordell said. The suspect's car then caught fire and they abandoned the vehicle. There was pictures of the vehicle. I mean, the whole front end of it was just toast. Uh, maybe that was the equipment violation that they, that they were being stopped about, but authorities said they believe one of the suspects then went to a home and carjacked a resident who was shot and later died at the hospital at eight forty four AM this morning, a female arrived at Joshua police department with a gunshot wound. Cordell continued elders who was found in a wooded area near Gainesville, Texas on Wednesday was likely involved in the death of that woman. Again, the police chief said police are still looking for a second subject. They said they believed was in the wooded area with elders. We don't know for sure who that is. Cordell said they're continuing to search for that person. As for the third person in the car, when lot was shot, we know who they are and we've been in contact with them, but that was just one. uh, I think there was another police uh, there were some police officers shot here in the Atlanta area today. Did oh, you hear no. that story? No, I did not. Um, but I'm always, you know, I've always worried about police officers, especially ones riding by themselves and stopping people, you know, late at night or early in the morning before the sun comes up. Um, 
used to see these state troopers here in Georgia when I was actually out, you know, traveling at night and uh, they would be stopping people all by themselves. And then you see that, that story that I think that was a Texas trooper that got, uh, that was killed by that guy with a, I don't know what he had an AR 15 or something. Did you see that one? Where he got out of the no. pickup truck and he concealed oh, it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then they show it, show him taking aim at him. And I mean, so to say that police officers shouldn't have guns, you know, when they do traffic stops, is such. I mean, obviously this guy's never done a ride along, or he's obviously never been a policeman. But just to, to say that you're gonna walk up to somebody's car, you don't have any idea what's going to happen today. Um, well, what, what, what people don't understand is the more they want to defund the police and the more that they drive off, drive away the good police uh, women and men that um, are getting paid very little to do this job, they're going to lower the standards of who they bring into the police force. Thus, they're going to continue to have more problems. Well, of course. I mean, yeah. who who really would want to do that job. I don't know if anybody in here is, has any family members that are in the police uh, department, but I mean, you get up every day and you go out there and you really don't know that you're coming home that night. Uh, and especially, and, 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 you know, depending on what your beat is. Right. Um, I mean, I've known police officers that have never had to draw their gun, but you know, they're typically in areas that where there's, there's low crime issues, but nowadays, I mean, even here in Georgia, uh, troopers have been killed just stopping people in, in broad daylight. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know how you could expect, I, I know there's issues and I, I know it's sad when, when, uh, when we have these shootings, uh, officer involved shootings, but to think that police, police officers should uh, be out there without any kind of protection at all. Is well, the, the, the training, if they, if they want to get back into the training, the training should be standardized across the country. So every, you know, what, what every, every, and I know things are different. States are different. Cities are different, but you should provide the same tools across the, across the board. You know, if you want to, you know, there should be, you know, just, there's things that can be done, and, uh, and and all police officers don't start their day going, well, I just can't wait to kill somebody today. Right. Um, I think it's the last thing that they want to do. So well, there, was, um, there was a police uh, officer that called into the Eric Erickson show this afternoon, um, and he was talking about the – the constant training that, that they go through to, uh, you know, to, to keep up with everything, not only at the, the firing range, but also uh, classroom type training that they do. But he was saying, yeah, you know, most of, most of our training as far as um, uh, weapons training and so forth, it's all pretty much lethal. They, you know, Joe Biden made that statement last year, I guess, was that, you know, the police officers should be shooting people in the leg. Well, they mm -hmm. don't train them to shoot people in the leg. If you shoot someone in the leg that 
I mean, if you if you've got to the point where you think that you need to shoot them, it's supposed to be a life and death situation, uh, and you well, shoot them in the leg, you, they can shoot you, you back. Well, and if you shoot them in the leg, you can still hit a major artery, and they can still die. Well, yeah, it's not right. a, it's not an exact science uh, in the heat of the moment. So right. Yeah. But I, I kind of like the, the ideas that uh, Sean Hannity has been throwing out there. I heard him on his radio program today uh, briefly because I only caught a few minutes of it. And he was he's talking about these non-lethal uh, ways to stop people. Uh, we were talking about that last night. I think the uh, the things that look like paintballs and it's got tear gas in it and so forth. But he there's another one. It almost looks like a Batman thing. I saw it. I think I saw this on Fox News, but it shoots. It's a gun and it shoots this webbing and it's got two balls. So it's almost like a bolo and it yeah. wraps around uh, the suspect's feet or you can do it to wrap around their body. Right, right. But, uh, you know, probably the feet. But what about a tranquilizer gun? I mean, what about um, just knocking them straight out? I could, yeah, well, if you shoot him in the forehead with that, though, that <laughs> if you shoot somebody in the forehead with a tranquilizer gun, you probably shouldn't be shooting anything. That's um, all I'm saying. <laughs> but I agree. I think there should be some more uh, non-lethal means for them. Our to, cattle prize. I mean, that, 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 oh, well. that could be lethal. That um, that might aggravate somebody. I mean, there's I people that can still function when they're being tased, especially people who are drugged out of their mind and just, oh, you that's know, true. um, but some of these other things really ought to be considered. There ought to be other stuff. And you know, the tasers don't always work on everybody. You said, ta- you said taters taters. Yeah. Did I say uh, taters? Well, I guess you have a spud shooting gun or something. Whoa, maybe. Robert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But to to think that police officers should uh, should be forced to just because it's a traffic stop, you know, right. they're not always the uh, they're they're rank high up there in, in officer involved shootings uh, where right. officers are killed, right? Especially on the highways outside of the main city. So anyway. So, well, Mike Elliott, you know, you need to do a little bit more research, man. Or you need to do a ride along with somebody and see if you uh, keep that same opinion about officers not having guns on traffic stops. Well, speaking of guns, uh, there's an article out of the Daily News by Jessica Schladebeck um, that a North Carolina teacher was killed while trying to rob a cartel stash house, the police say. It sounds like something right out of one of those movies. Um, A beloved basketball coach and teacher in North Carolina was killed in a shootout while he and his brother-in-law attempted to rob a Mexican drug cartel's stash house, police said. Uh, Despite his popularity at Union Academy in Monroe, Barney Harris uh, was also involved in the dangerous and deadly drug world. Um... Alamance County Sheriff Terry Johnson said during a press conference on Wednesday, he was among a group of several people accused of breaking into a trailer 
at a mobile home park in Green Level and alleged stash house belonging to a member of the Jalisco New Generation Cartel. Um, the, the criminal enterprise is well known as one of the world's most powerful drug trafficking organizations right over in North Carolina. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Authorities responded to the residents on April 8th, just before 1 a.m., after receiving reports of gunfire in the area. According to a press release from the Almancy County Sheriff's Office, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, when uh, they arrived on the scene, officers found Harris, who was wearing a bulletproof vest, dead on the scene. Another victim identified by deputies as Alonzo Beltran Lara was transported to the hospital where he later died. Authorities believe he served as a runner for the cartel. Following a preliminary investigation, officers were able to determine Harris broke into Laura's mobile home and then waited for him to come back, according to the sheriff. Upon his return, a shooting broke out and quickly turned deadly. Um, they said it was almost like an old Western shootout, Johnson said. No other injuries were reported, but three other trailers were struck by bullets. I mean, that's something right out of one of those, um, you know, movies. I feel like it's something I've watched in the past couple of weeks. Well, who's crazy enough to steal from the cartel? Well, apparently this guy. Um, I mean. You better have a pretty pretty well laid out plan if you're going to do something like that. They will find you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just nuts. I mean, you really, I mean, those people will look for you forever. Well, what's bothersome is, uh, that, uh, they're in North Carolina. I um, know. That's a little close to home there. Hey, Sasquatch. Well, hey, Hey, John. I mean, Atlanta's a pretty, pretty big hub for drug yeah. issues and Drugs crime. And- Human trafficking, yeah, um, you know, porcupining, um, what a little bit of everything. I don't even think I want you to explain that. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna write it down and look it up later. <laughs> I heard a disturbing thing this afternoon late. What's that? <laughs> um, that. This this uh, Pfizer was saying that uh, they may have to do booster shots for the for the COVID vaccine. Um, they were talking about it at the White House today. Uh, White House uh, White House officials said the United States is preparing for the possibility that a booster shot will be needed between nine and twelve months. After people are initially vaccinated, did you get the Pfizer or did you get the Moderna? I got the Pfizer, the the two shot oh, thing. Well, the Moderna is a two shot thing too. Oh, is it? No, that's um, what I got. Was it Moderna? Uh, you know, you don't really get to request one. You just make an appointment. No, it's and- whatever. It's like the shot lottery, whatever they yeah, have. Whatever, and uh, I, you know that was that was the one that. Uh, most people were most comfortable with, but um, anyway, they're saying that it's possible. And if that's, they decide that's necessary, then they'll, they'll take the ones who are most vulnerable first. 
and mm. give them a booster shot. But um, yeah, they're, they're saying that there's a possibility. We're not quite sure. And then they're saying beyond that, uh, with this COVID uh, virus, we may have to do this from now on, kind of like the flu shots. Well, I kind of, fi- I was figuring they would have to do that. I mean, we get the flu shot every year, you know, so it was really not a vaccine. It's a shot, you know, if it's a vaccine, then, you know, to get vaccinated, you shouldn't have to take it again. So, and, wow. you know, that's another one of my arguments about, you know, it, it came to, came to be awful quick. So we're still kind of stumbling around in the dark, figuring this out. So I figure there's, you know, I can only imagine there's going to be changes as we go along. Yeah. And that's, that's, we just wish they'd be a little bit more honest about it, but maybe they didn't know. Maybe they they were in such a hurry to get this out. Uh, now they're finding, you know, as they research it more, oh, we might have to keep doing this. Or you could take a another point of view and say, hey, this is a moneymaker for them. We oh, do yeah. this every year. Uh, the government's not going to pay for them after, you know, after this round of stuff is over. Well, just, you know, the, the figure the uh, extra appendage that Johnny grew um, over the course of the year, it's no problem. Hmm. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Well, we we should research that. Of course, that, that's one of your rabbit things. <laughs> yeah, we, we stick that in the hole. Um well, then are you uh, you you got your next one loaded up there, Donald Wayne? Um, yeah. Oh, the, the about Biden. Oh, yes, Biden, Biden. I actually, I uh, I've moved from there, and let's huh? see if I can get it back. It's short. Well, oh, it um no. <laughs> It's it's just you know actually uh, I had a I had an audio that I was going to do but now I think we've gone so far past it I may just have to save that for something else. Um, this was just a, a short story from the Daily Mail by Caitlin Carell, uh, and it's just Joe Biden and this Jim Crow crap that he's been touting. Uh, you know when when they talk to him about the Georgia voting law, but, um, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden claimed on Wednesday that parts of the U S are backsliding to the Jim Crow era by enacting stricter voting policies. Parts of our country are backsliding into the days of Jim Crow, passing laws that harken back to the era of poll taxes. When black people were made to guess how many beans, how many jelly beans in a jar or count the number of bubbles in a bar of soap before they could cast their ballot. Biden said in a videotape remark to a virtual convention on Wednesday. So he's talking to a convention. uh, It's the national action network, which is a nonprofit civil rights organization founded by none other than Reverend Al Sharpton, the man who makes a living on, you know, calling white people racist. 
Um, so this is when Biden makes those remarks. I tried to get that video. Now I've seen him play it on Fox, but I could not find it on Twitter and I couldn't find it anywhere else. But, uh, cause when he says that, what I just read, it's, it just sounds so stupid. I mean, this is the president of the United States saying that, that the law is being passed like people like Georgia are Jim Crow laws. And I, how do you count bubbles in a bar of soap? I didn't know bars of soap had bubbles. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on where you get your bar of soap. I guess. I mean, well, you know, that had to be back in the 50s. But um, so anyway, many, many southern U.S. states have put in place laws. What? Many southern U.S. states put in place laws after the Civil War that we would legalize racial segregation and dif- disenfranchise black citizens. The laws are referred to as Jim Crow laws. During the largely virtual event, Biden and two of his top cabinet members promised economic and criminal justice reforms that would benefit black communities. It's high time to respond to a cry for justice 400 years in the making, Biden said in his videotape remarks to that civil rights organizer group. Um, So, Mm -hmm. yes, Joe Biden's still saying that, I mean... I, I just I've never seen so many people in Washington, D.C. so so quick to spread this this Jim Crow story. When did that start? In January? I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been going on for a minute. But that's, I think they do that because they're trying to, to really put a negative spin on all the, you know, the, the voting laws here. And I guess, I don't know if Texas actually passed theirs or not. I know they were working on it. But there was, you know, a number of states that were redoing their laws. Um, but ours, you know, they still won't, they still won't talk about specifics of the law that that they think that are restrictive or that's going to be that harken back to the days of Jim Crow. But um, Biden's Biden's a sad individual. But, you know, he's probably not writing. I mean, somebody's writing this stuff for him. He's just standing up there trying to do his best to deliver it. Yeah. Well, yeah. God bless his soul. Hey, good um, news though is uh, I, I heard today on Eric Erickson's show that uh, right now there's at least four people that are set to uh, uh, to run against Warnock next year. So yeah, one uh, of them's a Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah, I I, I heard that one. Uh, I heard him talking about that one. Um, I think he said Kelly. Kelly's going to probably try to run again, but I, I almost wish she wouldn't. I wish she'd just spend her money and support some people that might actually have a chance to win. Yeah, because she will not. No, she won't. She won't beat Warnock. Um, yeah. I mean, he really won't have much of a chance to to accomplish anything, so he won't really won't have much of a record to run on. But right. there's still going to be that 
the racial vote issue here in Georgia. And, and uh, you can bet that that's going to come up in the campaign next year. So, well, you know, Florida, uh, the Florida Senate, there's a story that Florida Senate, uh, Senate passed a controversial anti-riot bill um, that was pushed through in the wake of Black Lives Matter protests um, and the riots and uh, whatnot. This is from MC, NBC News, actually, by Don Tenuro Clark. Um, the Florida State Senate on Thursday passed largely along party lines a controversial anti-riot bill that was pushed by Governor um, Ron DeSantis in the wake of Black Lives Matter protests last summer. Um the bill aims to increase criminal penalties for assault against law enforcement while engaging in a riot and defacing monuments and other public property during riots. It would also penalize local governments that interfere with law enforcement attempting to contain riots and would provide a citizen's appeal process when cities and counties attempt to reduce police budgets in response to riots. The final vote in the Florida Senate was 23 to 17 in favor of the measure, with one Republican voting with Democrats in opposition. The bill passed the GOP-controlled House in late March. Democratic lawmakers in the state argue that it creates a chilling effect on First Amendment rights and restricts political dissent. Um, Look... Um, Republicans argue that it will protect law enforcement and prevent public disorder, which, you know, there should be punishment for rioting and burning down businesses and defacing property. I don't see a problem with that. Um, no. GOP state uh, Senator Ed Hooper said during the bill's con- contentious debate that the legislation was not about racism, but law and order. Democratic State Senator Jason Pizzo, who criticized the bill, um, tweeted after its passage that the legislative session will likely get its own custom box of cards against humanity. Well, Pizzo off there, Jason. Nobody cares what you have to say. We need to uphold law and order. DeSantis championed the legislation and said in the statement following the bill's passage that he looks forward to signing the measure. He is expected to do so as early as next week. And, you know, and that's one good thing coming out of there. I mean, other states should take this up. we got to have some kind of recourse against people who want to come in at the drop of a hat and start burning shit down and, and looting stores and, uh, and, and harming um, law enforcement and other people in the process. I think Georgia's looking at, at some legislation like that as well. They should. Um this legislation strikes the appropriate balance of safeguarding every Floridian's constitutional right to peacefully assemble while ensuring that those who hide behind peaceful protests to cause violence in our communities will be punished, DeSantis said in a statement. Further, this legislation ensures that no community in the state engages in defunding of their police. I applaud them. Uh, In the weeks since the deadly January 6th riot of the U.S. Capitol, at least 13 states have taken up legislation to crack down on protests, and they should. The push, critics say, is a revival of broader anti-protest efforts that emerged have been the Black Lives Matter demonstrations that rocked the country last summer. 
Lawmakers in Florida, Indiana, Mississippi, Nebraska, Arizona, Maryland, Minnesota, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, Virginia, and Washington filed bills that critics claim are using the violence at the Capitol to target social justice protests more broadly. Many of the bills are similar or identical to the ones introduced in those states last year. Um, The majority of the bills use almost identical language and suggest similar penalties, most establishing third-degree felonies for property damage, which they should. Injuring a person or obstructing roadways, second-degree felonies for destroying or toppling monuments, and first-degree misdemeanors of of, uh, harassment for confrontations in public spaces such as confronting elected officials in restaurants. You should. (laughs) There you go. The lawmakers also propose hefty fines and mandatory jail sentences ranging from 30 days to four years, depending on the offense. You should. Florida, Indiana, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Virginia, and Washington bills redefine a riot or unlawful assembly as three or more partaking in tumultuous activity you should deem it that you know there's got to be a way to curb this you know Uh, a big deal here in atlanta uh on more than one occasion and i don't think it's happened in a year or so but uh, they would uh, gather to protest and then they would get out on interstate 7585 that goes through the middle of town And block the road. Now, where in the hell does it say in the Constitution that you have a right to stop other people from going about their way? And then start jumping on people's cars and acting like idiots. Um, I'm going to tell you, if you jump on my car, I'm going to take that as a threat to my life. (laughs) And I'll probably just speed off with you on the hood if... (laughs) Um, yeah, but, I mean, I, I've watched all of the Fast and Furious shows. I can pop a donut yeah. in a minute, and uh, yeah. you know, but turn it, that, turn that, that bad boy into the tilt a whirl. You know, um, this thing that we people have a right to to assemble and protest and and peaceably. It says in the Constitution, peaceably, and and too many of these leaders have turned their back and allowed people because they're afraid, especially. If they're, yeah, well, uh, well, maybe just here's, say, yeah, hmm? no, I mean, here's the thought, you know, maybe the, you know, for the folks that are hot, getting hopped up on five or six monsters before they go to these rallies, maybe they need to smoke a joint, or, you know, or take some <laughs> kind of relaxer, um, some kind of sedative before they go, and they'll be a little more even keeled before they go and have an actual protest or a sit-in instead of a freaking riot. Not that we, not that we advocate. Drug we're not. Use. We're not advocating <laughs> drug use. I mean, you better have glaucoma. Um, it's just I an do. abstract solution to a problem. That's right. <laughs> but uh, you know, if you if your uh, propensity is to get enraged uh, at the drop of a hat, you may want to take something to even out your mood. Um, my goodness, but yeah, if you're going to riot, there should be consequences and. You know, it should be pretty swift. Well, I, I couldn't yeah. stand those uh, those film clips last year of, of people in New York City running up to cops and throwing liquids on them. 
uh, or throwing other things or trying to hit them with things. And, you know, they, they showed a lot of restraint. I don't, I really don't know how they did it. I know they're professional and they're supposed to, but you know, right. you come up and run, you run up and throw water or they said, and uh, sometimes it wasn't water. You know, there were all kinds of different liquids they would throw. Oh, yeah. There was, um, you know, there was, um, they were throwing feces. They were, they were throwing, um, you know, urine. They all, you know, it was, it was horrible spitting so, on them. And, and there was no consequences for, I mean, I think they did arrest some of them, but you know, that's, you don't have a right to do that to another person. I don't no. care how you feel about them. If it, it, I mean, we, if you just open the gate and let everybody do that to anybody they don't agree with, or they don't like, we're going to be back in the wild West days. Right. And it's going to get ugly. And, and I'm sorry, you, you throw feces on me and you know well, something's going to happen to you. Yeah, and it ain't going to be good. It's, um, I, sorry. It's just, and, and they allowed that to happen in New York city and all those things that they allowed to happen last year. And this is just my opinion. They set the stage for everything that's going on now because they've already seen that they can get away with it. They see that the media is sympathetic to them mm. and not going to condemn their actions because they always seem to have a reason, you know, it's always justified. And, and now we want to make it, you know, we're really expanding the, Oops. <laughs> we're expanding oh, the yeah. that's there. what happens you know well and, and i'll even go as far to say that look not all these black lives matter individuals are are you know out there with a um that are, are out there trying to riot i mean some of these people that are participating may be going out there with a peaceful protest in mind and then you know i think there's a, i think there's designated actors on uh, when these riots break out, there's instigators. So, you know, I, I believe that the majority of these individuals, they're, they're, you know, they're troublemakers, but um, not, not all of them. I I'm sure that some of them think that they're actually going out there and causing some kind of change and want to do it peacefully. Um, but because uh, when you watch these videos lately of these um, riots that are going on up in uh, Minnesota, um, there's not as many people as there was in the riots last year. So, you but know, they're still burning things. They're still burning things, they're but still... it's not, it's just a, it's a select group of individuals. So, I mean, I'm giving some of these people the benefit of the doubt, but, um, you know, it's just, it's bad actors, no matter who they're aligned with that are doing this and so, uh, they should be held to account. I wonder if that same benefit, that benefit of a doubt was given to the people in Washington, DC on January the 6th, that some of them were there just for no, it was, to nope, express it, themselves, but it not, was to not. Do. it was not. That's the same thing there. The same thing you didn't see. Cause there was, there was hundreds of people, hundreds and hundreds of people at that rally. And, you didn't see all of those individuals inside the Capitol building. They were outside, but there was, you know, there was bad actors that were breaking in there and, you know, uh, and, and dumbasses too. Um, but yeah. you didn't see everybody going in there. There were people there that were having, that they had their 
within their right to protest peacefully. Now they they were screaming and yelling, but they weren't tearing anything up. And I, there was a lot of damage that went on. I'm just saying that not everybody in that crowd went there to uh, to to burn down the Capitol or break into just, the Capitol. It's the but, same thing as you're saying about the, the other protests that are going on now. It's the same thing. There are people there with legitimate Right, but they don't look the at rights it that and way. concerns, but that's right because they're Republicans, they get condemned and lumped into one group and don't give benefit of the doubt. But when it comes to anything on the Democratic side, um, then it's like, oh no, well, you know, they have a right to burn things down, really, really. Well, um, the, uh, up in Portland, I think that's Antifa, I believe, is the what i read um uh, and and antifa's that you know trying what's was it the one where they were uh trying to burn down a, a police precinct and yes. they blocked the door so they couldn't come out the front door yeah was it was that, uh, that in portland that should be attempted murder what well, is uh yeah. you know fortunately they could go out i guess they weren't smart enough to think that maybe there was a back door which is a good thing that they weren't that smart but why is yeah why is that not attempted murder why is that allowed why isn't the national guard in there or or somebody in there just taking these people down and running around in military gear and and burning and but you know if you if you're trying to do that you block people's exits so they can't get out and then you set the building on fire do, do you really need to uh to uh have to think about what that attempt is well, the state should be taking care of that. They shouldn't even have to wait for the federal government to jump in because now they're not. And, um, you know, the state needs to handle its business and, and, and protect its citizens, and they're not doing it. So I applaud um, Florida for putting this together, and I hope the other states will follow. Well, yeah, I think um, they're saying, you know, we're not going to let that happen in our state, and, and that's – you know, I'm hoping George is the same way. I'm hoping that they'll, I mean, that we're making a move in the right direction. At least the Republicans are showing some guts right now. Well, look um, at Florida's economy. I mean, they're steeped in tourism. And that's the last thing you need is for people to be like, well, yeah, I don't think we're going down there this year. You know, they're having riots left and right. No, no, no. Well, this is what we're doing. If you're rioting, Guess what? You're getting locked up. And guess what? You're going to get a felony on your record. Felonies don't go away. You know? So. It's it's, it's nice to see people doing something about that problem. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's being met, you know, from the left with all kinds of resistance. I saw... Uh, a quick news story tonight, you know, Biden, I think we talked about him creating that uh, commission to study the Supreme court and what changes might need to be made. Now the Democrats are already submitting a bill uh, to increase the court number by another four, I believe. Oh yeah. Uh, they're, they're, Biden so they just can, can't wait to start packing. So um, um, packing the wrong thing there. And even though the liberal court justice, especially, uh, 
Ginsburg, you know, before she passed away, she said that she thought that was a, a bad idea right. that, that the current number is the correct number. But, um, I, I've never seen so much foolishness in my life. I, I, I it makes me wish, I don't think Hillary Clinton could have been as bad as Joe Biden is, is at this point. Yeah. I think Hillary Clinton would have probably been, um, you know, half as dangerous as these groups are now, but it's not uh, just Biden. Yeah. I don't know. Hill- the Clintons would be killing folks. So, well, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm We're not like sure. suiciding them. We're not sure yeah. that Biden won't be killing folks. Well, I mean, not intentionally. If he did, he'd forget about it. So, um, he'd get on him out on. In well, he's not the one we got to worry about. That, that, those, uh, those three, uh, it's AOC and who's the, uh, Shalib? The squad. Shalib. Who's the one that shaved her head? What's what's her name? Um, she's got alopecia. Her name is Ayanna Presley. Oh, does she have alopecia? Yeah. Okay. Well, Presley. Well, she she I, would wear a wig to cover that up, but lately she hasn't. She, um, yeah, they're showing them, and they're of course they're wanting they're talking about uh, doing away with the police again. Uh, we need to reorganize. We need to restart. Uh, how we do policing in this country. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm so glad I don't live up north. I mean, Atlanta's not a dream location, but it's we still have some sensible people down here. Right. Even hey, our, welcome, dude. In our worst times, we haven't had anybody down here call for doing away with the police. I know. No. I would sure be a mistake here. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, did you hear they were cracking down on the um, on the uh, street racing in in Atlanta? Oh yeah, they've been uh, that's, that's they've been cracking down on that for the past couple of months. Yeah, um, this past weekend they arrested a lot of people. Yeah, uh, on the street racing, and then those I guess that includes the uh, motorcycle uh, gangs that are rolling through town yeah with the the uh with the three wheelers the, the hopped up three wheelers and the <laughs> sport bikes and uh you know i've actually seen them go down 85 where there was six to seven of those um ford motorcycles going down 85 and all of them did a um a wheelie at the same time and they had to been going about 90 miles an hour really yeah, and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I saw somebody on a crotch rocket on Dallas Highway the other day that did that. Whoa, they whoa. took off from the light, and and they pulled that thing straight up in the air and then kept going. I'm like, gee, you know, you don't I really want to see anybody get hurt, but. I, I think those are called a planetary two-wheeler, Donald Wayne. Uh, <laughs> so um, I always heard them called crotch rockets. Well, you're, yeah, almost, you're almost laying down. You're almost yeah, time, times. They are changing. Donald Wayne. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I'm, there's only so much that I can adjust to Dennis Lee. I mean, well, that's fair enough. That's I, I fair do. Enough. I do claim some privilege <laughs> from age, not race. Um, okay. Well, where are we? 
Uh, oh, I was going to say one other thing. I, I just Girl. saw this quickly. Is uh, Mike Pence got a, a pacemaker. Did you hear that? Uh-huh. I did. I did see that. That was concerning. Uh, yeah, I mean, because some people had talked about him possibly running in 2024. But, um, yeah, he got a pacemaker, I guess, on Wednesday. Yeah, it was on Wednesday. Hmm. Well, that's what that's what four years will do to you. Yeah, four <laughs> four years of of uh, sharing the stage with Donald Trump. Yeah, he's yeah. only sixty one. Of course, I know people younger that have gotten pacemakers too. So, yeah, but hopefully he'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a nice guy. Just yeah, I, I don't have anything ill to say about him nope. at all. Um. All right. Well, I'm. I guess that's well, Eric for tonight. You want to <laughs> do the duty? Well, um, we, we we certainly appreciate, of course, the you know the Podbean friends who joined us live, including Robert from the Mister Clean Show and BP Forty Nine, just uh, James from the Slightly Serious Show, and Moxie and Pertwee and and Tron Cat Crimson and Homeboy Eighty Eight, the Dude Sean and. And um, uh, other friends who were fortunate enough to, to join us this evening, um, you know, and and of course the friends listening to us on download. I mean, we we appreciate you and 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 look forward to doing it again. And Boogie Nights, um, who who came in here and left. Um, look forward to having y'all back. But otherwise, the Podbean live shows. To look out for um, for the, for you, Night Owls. You have names like Crazy Town and 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 Torch it should their shows be on um, and be on lookout for Robert to do impromptu episodes of the Mr. Clean music show. And hopefully he'll, he'll get back to doing his shows normally once he gets computer issues fixed. Did 6 a.m. in the morning. East Coast. What's that? As, did he get his new computer? I don't, I don't know. I have, I haven't me and slightly and others haven't fully asked him, but, oh, okay. but, we we hope he's working on it though. In in the meantime, um, at six a.m. Eastern time, should should um, Larry the Freedom Warrior be be on be be on lookout for the Freedom Fighter podcast out of the Netherlands. I mean, he's a really great guy. And ten a.m. Eastern time, the TGIF edition of the Chit Chat with the Old Man, and and on Podbean Daytime, you know, impromptu showings of the Milk Dog Twenty Twenty show. And, and also be on the lookout for friends like um, Lara and Lou and Pink Squirrel and Frankie D's Crib will be on Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you have the Friday edition of Cummings' Culture. And, excuse me. In prime time, you'll have names like Chuck and Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea and Chris doing the Forgotten Tunes. And, and on Friday evening, David with Mysteries of the Paranormal. And, and of course, Friday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, is the TGIF free-for-all edition of the Slightly Serious Show, and that's followed at 11 p.m. Eastern Time by the Old Man's Friday Night Music Show. Um, and also throughout the weekend, you've got names like um, Lyrical Laxatives, the It's Doomsday podcast, the Pirate Radio podcast with our good friend Captain Jimmy, um, the Turfy Show, and um, and ne- next Monday, um, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, the, the Ralph William podcast will be on, and hopefully, you know, he's coming back full time with new episodes. And um, 
and and on Monday evenings at eight PM Eastern time, be on lookout for you know Corey and Tori and J- Jason and Kate and, and Mike Tampa Bay to collaborate on the podcast show Uncommon Sense from the Green Room podcast. You know, and also be on lookout for Lady Me and um, you know, and a few few more friends doing prompt prompt shows at other times as well. And and now um, we're going to turn it over to to Dennis Lee, and he's going to tell you the the live cast schedules for Trice Talk and Tall Tales in the Rabbit Hole, as well as how you can contact us and where you can find previously published shows. Make it a great weekend, everybody. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, thank you, Eric. Um, yeah, if you want to uh, get a hold of us, you know, put your arms around us, do that on Twitter. It's social distancing, people. Um, at Trice Talk WG Moon. Um, and you can email us at tristalk69pts at gmail.com with any show suggestions or complaints or photos. Um, just, you know, keep them tasteful. Um, I would encourage you to follow us on Facebook and, uh, the, all these shows are posted there and, uh, a majority are, are, you know, a good, a good portion of the articles are posted there too, along with some zany pictures from time to time. Um, and then you can catch us on Spotify at Tristock and Amazon Music at Tristock. And we are on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern with mini pods during the rest of that time. And I mean, Donald Wayne. <laughs> Just killing it with the mini pods. If you haven't listened to them, uh, you definitely should. They're shorter segments and um, a lot of good information on there. Well, uh, uh, Kurt Schlittler's coming up tomorrow night. So. Oh well, Schlittler. Any You've been waiting you on get him. Uh, you know, we'll have to check that out. Um, <laughs> You've been waiting sure. on Schlittler. Uh, yeah, but he, yeah, he has a thing about uh, Hunter Biden that's that's funny. Um, So, yeah, definitely check those out. And, um, you know, if you want to get weird, conspiratory, um, you know, maybe you've been abducted and uh, by aliens, uh, that is, and you want to talk (laughs) about it. Sickos and weirdos. Uh, Yeah, no sickos and weirdos. Um, You know, we don't put the lotion on the skin in there, but um, we do have a basket. Um, You can come over to Tall Tales in the Rabbit Hole (laughs) and uh, every (laughs) Every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern um, with impromptu shows, which we will do um, probably Friday and Saturday because we missed out on yesterday and today. But um, look, we we love you. We appreciate you. We couldn't do it without you. And, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Well, and... You know, and today was also a great day for me as I was going to the dentist, um, as I put in the chat, like, I saw a, like a, a 1960s Rolls Royce being driven around today. Oh, wow. I mean, that's something you don't see every day. And, and you know, and, and you don't hardly ever see cars like that. Not at all. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, love you and God bless you. And, and, and again, wishing you all a great weekend and we'll look forward to doing it again next time and seeing your rum pod being yeah thanks for spending time with us tonight everyone hope you uh enjoyed it uh that was different having robert call in so early we I haven't know. heard 
heard much from him in a while. Uh, a little bit of frivolity. Yes, he, he just well, he took um, us in a different direction early like on. <laughs> well, uh, and we certainly appreciate that troll coming in, that impersonating him, because all that troll was doing is up in the engagement points. I mean, but, that was a person. But we know Robert's sucker. got a fan. They kept, I mean, for at least 30 minutes, they kept trying to call in. So, um, persistence. Um, so tonight's closing thought is be decisive, right or wrong, make a decision. The road of life is paved with flat squirrels who couldn't make a decision. Oh my. And so that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and it's a true statement. Well, none more truer. Well, we're wrapping up. Well, let me so, get the lights, boys. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm forgetting about that light switch. Have a great night. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Stay safe. Just let it be Why don't you be you